0: Well, well hey howdy everybody. hey welcome, welcome to, to the, the texans, texan's take
1: oh, all right man. we are in a very different location so we've done everything very much different today so brig is um moving. moving i was trying to use a different a different word or adjective relocating no i was going to say like um anxiously moving yes yeah yeah there's a lot of anxiety involved, mainly because here um oftentimes when you're moving, the house becomes a wreck before it becomes empty <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're funny uh so anyway, I suggested that we do it over at my place today, and since we're using these this bluetooth setup, thank you um, we can do that
0: it's pretty convenient.
1: cool and so we're actually sitting out on. My back porch. Um, and this is also the first one that we've done outside. Yeah. So this is a big experiment. And we'll see how it goes. Hopefully the sound is all right. We didn't test the sound or anything. We're just going to go with it. Um, but, uh, yeah. So anyway, um, I got us a 20-pack well, me, I got me a 20 pack of uh, cigars. Did you
2: get these at uh, Carolina?
1: I did. I got them at Carolina Cigar. Where is it? Carolina Cigar Co. or something like that? Mm-hmm. But, uh, man, I was so happy when I saw these over there because these are like.
2: Have the cutter. Oh, yeah, sure. I didn't do a very good job of
1: These are Churchill cigars. Churchill? Is
2: that right? Churchill, yeah.
1: Yeah, these are the, the big ones. Got a pack of 20. And like me, I'm always worried about cigars. I'm just worried they I'm going to feel sick afterwards. Which I love smoking cigars, but if I get one that's too strong, it doesn't feel good. Um, and so the ancient guy there, which mind you, ancient, I think he's like 87 or something. he assured me that these are, um, you know, a pretty mild smoke. These are from Nicaragua. And uh, it was a pack of 20 for like $30. bucks. i am like, dude, that is a really good price. <coughs> and I think these are aged two years, so not aged a whole lot, but, you know, still pretty good. And then on top of that, when I got them, I put them in my little cigar box, which I say cigar box. It really just holds all my pipe tools and stuff. And we smoked one after the last podcast and brig was like oh well you might need to let it sit out for a little bit because i think it's a little bit too humid
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and i was like oh okay well i didn't i didn't know anything about that so after trying it now i let it let it sit out for at least a week so it is
2: it is a little bit better is it better okay great great yeah because they were very
0: like it's a terrible word but mushy mushy yeah (laughs) So anyway, it's we're very hard a to, couple of cigars. to keep
2: a cigar the way it should in North Carolina, or at least where well, we are it's in rainforest. North Carolina. Yeah, there's just so, so much humid. humidity as it stands that it's it's very hard to properly do that. Hmm.
0: Oh, and there see, I'll go. have. Oh, that's good. I will
2: have a uh, a porch now at the new place too. Yeah. That's covered. Mm. So that'll be awesome. Not to mention the new uh the new podcast site.
1: Yeah, so he's got a garage at his it's new a place. Huge garage. And uh that'll be really good. Yeah. Oh sorry, I put the lighter down. No, you're fine. That'll be really good for uh podcasting. Then on top of that we also have uh, tonight anyway. I I'm calling them gourmet uh jack and cokes there's not a jack or a coke here i have a (laughs) a virgin zero sugar cola and so it's sweetened with like erythritol and stevia and a little bit of monk fruit zero calories and all so it's actually like not bad for you yeah and virgil's does a good job i think virgil's their their sodas are nice and creamy Mm -hmm. um and then I hope you don't think it's too sacrilegious, but I mixed some Basil Hayden's in to, for the whiskey part. So it's not Jack, it's it's not whiskey, it's Basil Hayden's bourbon, and it's not Coca-Cola, it's Verge's Zero Sugar <laughs> Cola. But together, they taste pretty good, <laughs> and that's what I'm rolling with.
2: So it's just generally the idea of a Jack and
1: Coke. It's the idea, it's the essence of a Jack and Coke.
0: So... Hmm. Yeah, these are a good mild
2: smoke.
1: Yeah, this is really pleasant. Very pleasant indeed. So yeah. Briggs moving to a new place. He'll have a porch. I mean not a porch well yeah, he'll have a porch. Yeah, it's decent. But he's also got a garage that we can podcast out of, so that'll be really good huge
2: space. Mhm. It's probably four times the space of the space now.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. It's pretty large so you can fit stuff in there so too. So we'll
2: be able to have part of it for the the business that we run. Part of it for the the uh the podcast studio, which will be really awesome. Mhm.
1: So today was my first day back at work after
2: um oh, was today the day. No,
1: no, no, it wasn't today, it was yesterday. I lied. Yesterday was my first day back after uh all of the um parental leave hopefully we don't get rained on i'm getting hit by drops it's been threatening for a while i think it'll be all right i think we're gonna we're gonna risk it it hasn't dropped on us yet if it does we'll just run inside and hopefully not smoke up the place too much it would also be the first time that our podcast got rained on
2: this is also true
1: We've done podcasts during rain, but not in it. (laughs) Uh, But uh, yeah, so it's 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 interesting being back at work. Everybody's asking about pictures and how's the baby doing and all this and that and uh, all that's doing. I hope you're better
2: than me with pictures.
1: I'm pretty good at pictures. I've got quite a few
2: of them. I'm horrible. Allie takes all the pictures, and I'm just like when people ask me, I go, "Oh man, I don't have." You want that? Pictures? What? No. That's for her to take. Yeah, I mean, I I generally, I don't know, I don't don't generally like being in pictures, so I generally also don't think about pictures. And uh, Martin and Debbie have done that to me a time or two. It's like, can I see pictures? I'm going, oh my gosh. I have to text Allie, hey, send me pictures. This is embarrassing. Yes, yes.
1: But, you know, it's good to have pictures. The ones that you love This is very true Lots of kids Nice I've got pictures of them Yeah But uh, anyway Well
0: uh, Let's see Uh, Where'd it go Head I noticed this
2: guy on your street Has a What appears to be an old fair lane That thing ever get driven? Where? Right up here Right across
1: from the intersection. I have no idea.
2: It's an old white fair lane, looks like. sitting. Oh, yeah?
0: Yeah.
1: I'll have to go over there and look at it.
2: Okay. I don't know if it's a fair lane. It looks like a fair lane. Mm -hmm. I just wonder if you've ever seen it driving. Clearly not.
1: I haven't noticed it anyway. (laughs) Forgive me for being unobservant.
2: (laughs) You know, I've driven to your house several times. I've I've never noticed it. Yeah. Uh, I can't say I'm the most observant either. I just happen to be... I think what got me was I, generally when I'm riding in my jeep, there is um, remind me before we end tonight. Uh, just remind me I need to show you music stuff, mm-hmm. something very interesting to show you. But anyway, I I like to really play music. Yes, um, he does. I, we noticed
1: him before he got here.
2: <laughs> uh well because i have a really good sound system in the jeep hey, so it's like hey i like to, use it. to play my music and uh the way i look at it is i'm not playing anything violent or you know ghetto can we say sure you know so i like to share my music with other people and i'm i mean i'm conscientious i'm not going to do it at 11 o'clock at night right um uh, but I also like to, to play good music and so I, I generally blare it when I'm riding down the road and I was playing a very popular song from like 40 years ago uh, Big Iron mm-hmm. As I That's a good one and I was playing a cover of it and as I was coming up I, I was getting funny looks uh-huh. from some folks standing out and the guy with the Fairlane happened to be one of them just kind of what's this guy playing you know and I just happened to catch a glimpse of him standing out on the porch. And then as I was looking through his yard, I just saw the fair lane, I was like, man, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that is cool.
1: But anyway, so yeah, people were asking about the baby and my wife and how everybody's doing. Because I hadn't been at work in three weeks. Actually, longer than that. Um, and so that was kind of nice. You know, I used to have a job at a calendar factory, but I got fired because I took a couple of days off. So, you know, <laughs> knowing that had to happen again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So
2: That was a dad joke. Was it? it was. I love
1: telling dad jokes, and sometimes
2: he even laughs. laughs. You know when a dad joke becomes a dad joke?
1: When it becomes a parent?
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, that's one of my favorites. Clearly, yeah, I've you before. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I was
1: going to tell you a joke about time travel, but you didn't like it. <laughs> yeah did you hear about the guy who got hit in the head of the can of soda no he was lucky it was a soft drink <laughs> uh, and something i've always been wondering is if two vegetarians get in an argument is it still called a beef
2: They, I'm if they shameless. whisper at each other why they're arguing, is it considered a vegan? Right, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I I should see if uh Alexa can, can get into a a whispering match with me.
1: That'd be funny. That'd be funny.
2: But you know, when it comes to telling jokes, I not
1: about you, but I have a clean conscience. Do you? Yeah, it's never been used. <laughs>
2: You bad. I know. Don't lie. You enjoy it.
1: (laughs) I do enjoy it. I really do. Which is funny because honestly, I've been telling dad jokes for a very, very, very long time. And uh, it got to the point where, well, actually, whenever I tell a joke, I'd tell it straight face because that's the way you're supposed to tell it. You're supposed to be the straight guy and then you tell a joke and And then they're like,
2: I'd hope you were the straight guy.
1: I can't believe, wait, oh, that was a joke. Oh, you know. So oftentimes it catches people off guard. And uh, um, unfortunately, it got got so bad at school because I'd be telling, you know. Whenever I tell a joke, I kind of start by telling an actual true story, you know. Like this actually happened to me and then I hit the punchline and they're like, Oh, oh, it was a joke. No good gosh. <laughs> like for example, um, I went to a uh, a restaurant uh several years back and I ordered their corned beef hash. It was really good, you know. And so afterwards on our way out, I was uh, you know, paying for it and the lady there, she says, Well, did you did you enjoy your dinner? and I was like yeah, it was pretty good, but somebody did make a hash of my plate. Like, the meal was good, but they made a real—they made a hash of my dinner, you know. And she was just like, "Oh no, disgruntled customer! I don't know what to do here." And I was like, "But it's okay. I ordered the corned beef hash." And she was just kind of, you know, she gave me this look like, "Why would you do that to me?" <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, in school. Uh, when I went to UT, I did that so often, and then people would be like, "Oh, it's a dad joke." Uh, you know, curses. You know, Stewart. But it got to the point where they were always expecting it.
0: So <laughs> I would just
1: say something and be like, "You know, ah, we just ran out of coffee or something," and the whole room would go silent, and they'd all get this look on their face, and they'd be like, "I don't get it." I was like, "Don't get what?" Like. I what I don't I don't get it. We ran out of coffee? Coffee. We ran out of coffee. It was like I wasn't telling a joke. I was making a statement. And they're like, Oh, okay, I'm sorry. All right. Um, okay. <laughs> you know? And then other times I would say something and they'd sit there and they'd think and they'd go and then they'd start laughing. I was like, What are you laughing at? And then they'd tell me what I just said. I was like, I wasn't just, I was, no, I was making a statement, I wasn't telling a joke, yeah, okay, I see why that's funny, okay, right, yeah, it is actually pretty good, <laughs> I can't believe I did that, you know, Um. I think I told this before, but my friend John, I was helping him on his car, and oh. he, um, he had bought a thousand dollar, what was it, it was, uh. I think it was a, it was, it was an Audi, wasn't it? It was an Audi, yes, it was an Audi A6 or something. Bought a thousand dollar Audi. It was a piece of trash. He did that intentionally.
2: I'm about to say, for a thousand dollars, it probably was.
1: He did that intentionally so that as things broke on it, he would fix it. And as he fixed it, you'll learn more about way the car. Of doing it. You know, he was a very, very smart guy. You just got
2: to have money if you're going to do it that way.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, he had a little bit, but um, just
2: just enough to be able to do I mean, if you do it that way, you basically have a car payment anyway. That's so.
1: actually, you know. It's part of his reasoning, he's like, I own it, so I don't have car payments, so there's that.
2: Yeah, I've said that for a long time. You either have two types of people, people willing to spend the money and work on their vehicle, which is fine, but if you always need reliable transportation and you're fixing a your car every day, you might as well just buy one and have a car payment because you got one anyway. Right. You know, my dad learned, learned me, oh my gosh, I'm already there, mm-hmm. I'm turning into an old man. My dad learned me a lesson when I was younger. Um, he did. He told me because I was, I was in high school. I was looking at junker cars, right? Because mm-hmm. I wanted an old, cool. I was that kid that wanted a flat nose Dodge pickup because mm. I think they're cool. They had good engines, and I found this one. Man, I was, I was so, so bent on getting it. And I remember Dad told me he was like, "You gotta." I think it was the car before this, before the one I was looking at, that flat nose, another one. And uh, he said, that's got a lot of problems, and you're going to spend more time. This is coming from someone who built a car at 17. Mm -hmm. Just trust me, you're going to spend a lot more money than you want to just to keep it on the road. And I found another one. It was a lot of money. And I was also going to spend the money on it. And Dad was like, just wait. You know, if it's still there Monday, I think this was on like a Thursday or Friday. Mm -hmm. He said, it was still there Monday. I'll take you up there. We'll get it. Mm -hmm. And Saturday afternoon, we went over to my grandfather's place and he bought me a truck. It was sitting in the driveway. But no, I I was all for buying something that I could work on Mm -hmm. and be able to do that. And then my dad was like, no, you need something reliable. I don't want you working on something every week and so there is that there there's a valid point in learning how to do it now hindsight 2020 i also had been working on cars for a while with dad yeah so it wasn't something that was foreign right right you already knew how to work if you wanted to if you wanted to learn uh, by all means that's the best way to do it honestly yeah i don't know that i would have thought about it that way but it's a good way but anyway that's what
1: that's what john did and uh so he uh he had the hood up, and I was helping him change a belt or something like that. Maybe it was change out the radiator. Uh, we've changed
2: a lot of things in cars together.
1: <laughs> yes, we have. But anyway, so I look under there, and I'm looking at the coil packs. You know? You've know, got four coil packs, and you've got wires running to them. Should be. And usually they're all laced together, bound up in some sort of you know, tubing.
2: A wrap or something. A wrap yeah. or
1: something. Well, one he had one of his wraps was undone, and there was a there was a wire that made a loop out of it and then went back in. There's a little bandage on it. I was like, like it was been it's been spliced. I was like, right, John, what's that? He's like, oh, that, yeah. Well, you see, there was this ticking noise that was going on in the engine, and I did some research and checking out and i figured that it had to be the you know it was probably coming from you know a bad spark um because you know if you've got a bad spark then on, on just it one of them you'll, timing, you'll yeah. get an imbalance you'll get a timing issue and um and so i diagnosed each one of those coil packs and figured out which one i think it was and i checked the coil pack and it seemed to be working so i figured that it was coming through the line and so, I think it was this line, so I cut it open, and um, I tested it, you know, with and without, and I, I spliced it together, and blah, 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 and, uh, yeah, so that was, that was my fix for it. I was like, oh, wow, that was intense. He was like, yeah, yeah, it, it took a long time. I was like, dang, did you uh, fix the ticking noise? I was like, no. No.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but anyway. I tried so, very hard, but no. <laughs> um, that's uh, yeah oh my gosh (laughs) i saw that and
1: anyway we laughed about it and it was funny and later on we were at a bible study that i think might have been later that evening and i was i was talking about um you know fixing cars and what i was doing with john today and um and we were uh and then I, I I thought it was funny. I knew John would laugh about it. So I told everybody about that weird wire thing that spliced wire that he had there on the coil pack, and uh, everybody was kind of like, "Ah, oh, John, uh, whatever." You know, John was kind of like, "I know, I know, whatever." I was like, "Yeah, but you know, it was a little bit of, it was a little bit ghetto, but that's okay because you don't see it because it's under the hood." And um, my friend. Uh, uh alison king she starts laughing and laughing i'm like what in the world are you laughing at and she's like you're so funny i was like i mean this is a fact thank you <laughs> but why am i funny what did i say she was like i mean you you didn't do it on purpose do what on purpose and she goes it was a little bit ghetto, but that's okay because it was under the hood. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, my gosh, the whole room busted out laughing. The whole room thinking that I actually made that joke in- intentionally. And I was just like, guys, that was not intentional. And they're like, oh, that is even funnier. Yeah, you just Stuart, you, you just, just don't even it. know. It is just so natural to you. You don't even think about it. It just happens. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I guess so," but that's just so funny. I just remember saying something perfectly natural, and then Allison busts out laughing. I'm like, "Girl, what in the world are you laughing at?" You know.
2: And that's how comedians are born.
1: You know, it doesn't matter matter how funny the joke is, the guy that's telling it isn't funny, then it well nobody's gonna laugh. This is a fact. Well, it's just like that prison. You know, there's this guy that goes into prison to go visit a friend you know who's in prison and so they're sitting there at the visitation table and you get all these other prisoners at tables around them um, and uh, they're all having their conversations. and one of the prisoners yells 35 the whole room busts out laughing all the prisoners are just laughing 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 and then it's quiet again conversation just continues then another prisoner says 12! Ha! And the whole room busts out laughing again. Everybody's just laughing. And the visitor at the prison, he, he talks to the, the inmate friend that he's got there on the other side of the table and says, Hey, what is this? These guys are yelling out numbers and all the prisoners are laughing at it. What's going on here? And he goes, Oh, that. Well, you know, prisoners like, you know, we're all in here. We all, there's a set number of jokes. And once you've told them all, you really can't make up anymore. So there's a set number of jokes, right? And uh, past a certain point, you know, everybody knows what the jokes are because, you know, we're all around each other. We tell them all the time. And so we figured it would save a lot of time if we just put a joke to a number and then give that joke. And then, you know, you know, if you have like 150 jokes, then you just yell out a number and then everybody knows that that joke is ahead oh of time gosh. and they'll just laugh at it. And the guy was like, "Oh wow, that's actually a really neat system. That's pretty cool." Well, then another prisoner yells, 43! Dead silence. Conversations just keep going on. The guy's like, "Now hold on, you're telling me that every joke has a number, and that 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 guy just yelled out forty-three. And nobody laughed. So what's up with that?" And he goes, "Oh, you know, some people just can't tell them." <laughs> That's wrong. <laughs> uh, yep, yep, so,
2: yeah, I hundred percent don't think I would be able to mentally keep track of them
1: well, I don't either. it is a joke, you know,
2: <laughs> <laughs> but uh that's the one they that's the one they couldn't tell him about that's right,
1: <laughs> well, anyway, ladies and gentlemen the, there's one more thing that we're doing differently this this episode and that is we're doing the intro at the end this is true yeah because we thought it was going to rain which i don't think it actually did rain and so we're like well we'll just go do the podcast and then we'll do the intro outside at the end and so here we are and we thought it was going to rain again but again it did not
2: i think it's just just messing with us
1: anyway we're actually running out of time here so uh, we'll have to End this intro and uh, continue on with the podcast, which we already finished. But hopefully, it won't make any difference to you all. (laughs) So we will uh, uh, we'll stop right here and we'll be right back. All right, we are back. Yes, we are indeed.
2: Okay. So, what do we got for today? The faith of Peter. Faith of Peter. Peter's an interesting topic. You could spend hours, honestly.
1: Yeah, and I would Peter. say that he's probably, if you were to pick,
2: the most like us.
1: Well, <laughs> yes, but I was going to say the most talked about apostle. True. You know, um, if you if you could pick a, an apostle that got the most. Screen time in the Jesus story, I would say it's Peter.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, like Paul, Peter made the mistakes out in front. You know, mm-hmm. he didn't...
1: When I say disciple, uh, when I say apostle, I guess what I mean is...
2: Uh, disciple. Uh, disciple, I, I knew yeah, what you meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, like, like Paul, he made those mistakes that are the big ones. Right. And the yeah. ones that caused learning, that caused, mm-hmm. and not just for himself, but anyone.
1: Anyone listening. In, in the near. 2,000 years later. Yeah, <laughs>
2: exactly. Knock, knock. I mean, know? it's really
1: cool that we get to listen in to the thoughts and the words of. Of the people that were there. Of the people that were there 2,000 years ago. Yeah.
2: It's, it's we get of... to listen
1: in. We get to read. We get to, you know, be there with them.
2: And learn something new. Right. Literally. Yeah. Every time you read it.
1: Absolutely.
2: So if you would, would you read that first verse? We're going to do that So we got here. This is kind of uh, the, uh, while we're going through the rest of this, think on this verse.
1: Yep. So we have Matthew 17, 20. He said to them, because of your little faith, for truly I say to you, if you have faith like a grain of mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you.
2: All right. Now. Nothing more. I'm going to come back to that. Okay. Because there's two different parts of that that I've kind of looked into, and I'm going, that's kind of, boom, oh, mind-blowing. Yeah. Um, and it seems like a, a nonchalant verse. Mm-hmm. But um. So when it comes to Peter, it's, it's no secret of his struggle. This is something that I wrote earlier as a, a note for myself. But when it comes to Peter, it is no secret of his struggle to believe what Jesus says. It is indeed a fact that he forgets far too quickly where his faith is. This is definitely a thing for all Christians, myself included, as we struggle to remember to trust in God as we are faced with a task or obstacle that we see as too big. We cannot forget that though it is too big for us, it is never too big for God. Yeah. And there's a lot there. But we do that all the time. I do it daily. i, I like... Uh, it's the first of the month, so I've already started stressing about work.
0: So.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just I I can't let it go. Yeah, uh, and sometimes I do, and then I'm like, "Yep, nope, I'm not letting it go. Give that back." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I need to worry about something. It might as well be that. You
1: know, I saw a meme. You probably saw it too. I don't know, but it was a uh, it's from the office. It was um, Scott, um, and he's like the question is you know did you sleep well last night and he's like no actually i didn't really sleep that well last night but i did get a lot of worry done you know, <laughs> something, something like that you know that is it's like that's, that's uh, yeah. me
2: in a nutshell um so are you able to click on that link I guess
0: we'll yeah for sure this bible is, tools is it clickable it's it not is not clickable is for me you might have to copy clickable. and paste
2: it it is not clickable sorry What's what's really bad is I don't remember
0: which one that was. BibleTools.org the... slash index. fuse section. Sorry. pause well, everybody. Dictionary Fluff, Bible Tools. Here it is. Now, since that's
2: really small, do you mind reading <laughs> <laughs> uh, where where did you find that? Uh Bible tools. Uh I can I can email you the link real quick.
1: Got Bible
0: tools.
2: Hold on. I'm just gonna email you the link because clearly I should have done that to begin with. Okay. We're thinking very late in this. By we, I mean me.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Stuart had nothing to do with this. It was all me. I uh, just emailed it to you. Um, I I actually
1: did something pretty interesting today, which I thought was relatively clever, but we'll see what y'all think. Brig, you might use this. I don't know. But somebody sent me... What was I doing? Somebody sent me an email that had a link on it, and I wanted to send that link. It was at work. I was at work. Somebody sent me a link to something, and I wanted to send that link to Juliana, I was like, oh, well, I could just copy this link. I could email it to myself, get it on my phone, email that to Juliana, or just open up my phone, click the link, and then share that with Juliana. Like, There's there's a lot of different ways you could do that. And I was like, gosh, that sounds like a really horrible idea. Why would I do that? And then I was like, oh, wait a minute, let's do this. So I just went online real quick, looked up QR code generator, site, free, get on. And so I went back to the email, um, copied the link. Mind you, this is on my work computer, so it doesn't have connection to my computer or my phone or anything like right. that. You know. And so I just click the link, I go online, and I paste it into the QR code generator. It generates a code for all the letters and symbols in the link, right? And then I've I never go
2: done up... that before, but that's actually brilliant.
1: And then I go on my phone, go over to um, uh, what is it? What
0: is it called? It's the uh... oh gosh, stupid phone. Oh. I know what it's called. To the lens, to the Google Lens or whatever
1: lens. Oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. And my, then I have an iPhone, but my camera will do it. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And then I just scanned that QR code. And then sent a link to her. Then sent a link to her. It's brilliant. It was so cool. It's like, oh. Actually, you give me ideas now. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was interesting. But anyway. So, okay, so we have two emails of... from Brig. Alright, here we go. Bible tools, Matthew 14, 31. What we got, what we got.
0: So if
2: you would read that.
1: Uh, Read all of this uh, 1431 stuff. Right. Peter asks for a sign that the apparition really is Jesus. And he replies, come. His response contains an implicit pledge that Peter would not be engulfed in the raging waters. At first, Peter's confidence in Jesus's power sustains him as he walks on the water. But as doubt quickly creeps in, his enjoyment of the intensely spiritual experience soon fades. Peter's zealous, impulsive faith is not absolute, convicted uh, convicted faith, but, humanid, but humanly reasoned, self-assured, and immature, though it allowed him to attempt the seemingly impossible feat of walking on water. Jesus is gentle in his rebuke, not saying, why did you bother to come? But gently asking, oh, you little faith, why did you doubt? And he held out a hand to reassure Peter. Despite his initial faith, Peter soon found himself facing a dramatic test. In the clash between sight and faith, in 2 Corinthians 5-7, his impulsive faith vanished and fear took its place. Taking his eye off his Savior to focus on the raging waves, he sank but did not drown. Jesus saved him because he never never abandons his his elect. Poor Peter must have felt humiliation that night, as his fear and failure revealed his weakness and lack of truth faith. Once Jesus entered the ship with Peter, the winds immediately ceased. Ceased in Matthew 14.32 means to grow weary. The rough elements had spent themselves, having been overcome by supernatural power. Having been overcome by supernatural power. In that instant, the ship was supernaturally and immediately moved to the shore.
2: When that was so Martin G. Collins.
1: Yes, Martin <laughs> G. Collins. The Miracle of Jesus Christ Walking
2: on Water, Part Two. So that is really the uh, the point that we're talking about today.
1: Yes, Walking and on Water.
2: The Walking on Water.
1: The Walking on the Water
2: Now I am going to attempt. I think I made it big enough for my poor little eyes.
1: Your poor little eyes.
2: Oh, well, there, it's bigger there. So uh, the actual verse, since that's just a real quick commentary of what's going on. Mm -hmm. So this is uh, Matthew 14. So immediately he made the disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side. When he dismissed the crowds, and after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. But the boat, by this time, was a long way from the land. Hmm. So that's a good image there. You waited too long, oh boy. Beaten by the waves, for the wind was against them. And in the fourth watch of the night, which, if I'm correct, is the last watch of the night. In the fourth watch the last watch?
1: Sounds good to me. I don't know. I've never <laughs> thought about that before. I guess.
2: Um. No, the fourth watch, I think, is, is Deep Night. Because my mom always said, you know, the, in, her, in her little, like, quirky ways of saying things, you know, it's always darkest before the dawn. So I think, yeah, fourth watches, like, right before morning time.
1: Okay. If I'm so, correct. like, maybe four watches, one in the morning, one in the evening, one, after the, one in the early morning, and one in the late morning?
2: Uh, I think there's four watches per 12-hour period. Oh, okay. I think that's what it is. So the fourth watch being, and, and I, I would have to look that up. I'm, I'm just going off of memory, and my memory is not always the greatest. So the, uh, the fourth watch of the night came to them, walking on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, It is a ghost. They cried out in fear, but immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. that that one that one verbiage is used so many times in the bible yes
1: so many times
2: and we still love fear which is it's like a it's you know it's a sin factor
1: right right
2: you know i uh todd and i were talking about this uh just the other night actually you Mm -hmm. know i mean the first sight of fear in the bible is when they were naked in the garden yep and they were afraid
1: they're naked and afraid
2: and so it brings to light were we afraid before that? Or is that a, a sin factor?
1: Yeah. Uh, shame. It's having yeah. shame.
2: You know, it's, it's one of those things that we were not designed to be afraid. Right. Because what did we have to be afraid of?
1: Yeah. Shouldn't have been anything.
2: Right. And so, take heart in his do not be afraid. And then Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come onto the water. And he said, come. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> come on. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid. And, and, begin, and in beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and took hold of him, saying to him, O oh, ye of little are you of little faith? This is ESV, so it's ye yeah. and the, the oldy one, you know. And when wow. he got into the boat, the wind ceased. And those in the boat worshiped him, saying, Truly you are the Son of God, as if they
1: didn't. (laughs) That
2: part makes me laugh.
1: Yeah. Truly you are the Son of God. Which is funny, because you hear that a couple of times. And when was the last time you heard
2: that? Last time you heard, truly you're the Son of God? Yeah. In the Bible? Yeah. I'm not entirely sure. The one
1: that's coming to my mind, anyway, is um, the Roman centurion at the cross
2: oh yeah says
1: surely this is the son of god
2: right
1: you know and that's after he died and then you hear this colossal thunder clap and then you know the earthquake and just all the weird scary nature stuff going on right after jesus died and he's like oh my surely this is the son of god whoa whoops
2: we have messed up boy <laughs> we got <done> messed up
0: <laughs> <laughs> oops Uh, i hope
2: everyone has a really strong house (laughs) you know this this has always stood out to me because when and this is where you really get into the nitty-gritty uh-huh because the bible as we go back to matthew 17 20 says because of your little faith or because of your little faith for truly I say to you if you have faith like I don't know has anyone seen a grain of mustard seed have you ever seen a mustard seed
1: I haven't as far as I know so
2: they're they're very small like a mustard seed is roughly the size of half a gnat. I'm looking at it up like right they there. are they're really small
1: yeah, they are really small. Okay, yeah, I have totally seen a mustard seed
2: before. But, yeah, it's really
1: small. Oh, like the mustard, like the old like stone ground stuff. Yeah, like yeah, this, yeah, yeah. Most of the mustard seed is still all, to, all together. Yeah. Wow, yeah, it is pretty small.
0: And
2: so they used a mustard seed. Well, you know, if you have faith like that, you can move mountains. It's like, wow. I always looked at this verse in a way that it was like, well, none of us have that much faith. That's not really great. But I think there's a little more to this. Now, one thing that we might do
1: is break down what he means by have faith like a grain of mustard seed. So, What do you think he means by that?
2: That is a good question.
1: Because we hear that a lot. first thing that comes to my mind is that well, hold on just a second. Let me just fill out that thought and look up what a mustard tree looks like.
2: Because I've always looked at it as the amount of faith. Because that's, if you look at the King James Version, I think it says it a little differently. Okay. And it's, if you have faith like, you know, like a grain of mustard seed, but it's, it's more comparison of size, it seems like.
1: Maybe, so maybe saying even if you just have a little bit of faith?
2: Right. You can okay. go so far. But, 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 now we go back.
1: Let's see, mustard, the mustard tree is an evergreen shrub that can reach an average height of 20 feet with branches close to the ground. In Mark 4, 30 Jesus described the mustard seed growing into a tree that contained birds' nests. Mustard seed is used as a spice, and grinding and mixing the seed with water, vinegar, and other liquids creates a yellow condiment known as prepared
0: mustard. Um so um oh. That's
1: not really what a mustard tree looks like, is it? Huh. Is that what a mustard tree looks like?
2: Maybe. I don't
0: know.
1: I mean I've never looked up a mustard tree before, but that that's a like an actual tree. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh wow.
2: A mustard tree. Oh, it's an actual tree. It's like
1: a tree. Oh ho, oh, whoa! Is that mustard tree fact? It looks like like a little pot or something. Oh, that's cool. It really looks like a starfruit. Maybe I'm just looking at a starfruit. Oh yeah, it says buy star starfruit plant online. That is a starfruit, <laughs> not a mustard tree, unless they're related or something. Yeah,
2: so we are going way off track. But We're what really I was
1: going to say is is <laughs> um um so if a mustard tree gets really big, but it starts out as an itty bitty little seed. How much faith does that little seed need to know that one day it'll be a big tree? Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if it's saying you need a little bit of faith or if it's saying have the faith of a mustard seed. And see
2: that and that's where like it's you, you would assume big that big Peter tree. had at least that faith. Right. I mean, this is someone who's walked with Jesus. Yeah. So there has
1: to be Because it says have faith like a grain of mustard seed. And maybe it means a grain of mustard seed has so much faith because it knows what it is, and see that and one day it will be like a twenty-foot tree, and it knows that. But it's just an itty-bitty little seed. So you accidentally, just know you just made
2: a how very, much good, potential. You just like made a very good point that goes in right. You know,
1: it'd be kind of like um, um, have the faith of. A 223 caliber bullet going really, really quickly is about to hit a thing of tan right and blow up and make a huge explosion. You know, it's just an anybody little bullet, but oh, it's going to make a big boom. That's a horrible <laughs> analogy, but there you go. I was, I was letting you go. There. Rick was I'm like, like where are you going? No, this is
2: no, no, stop. Turn the bullet around. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're going to take a break right here, and we will be right back. we are back at a back yes we are now we're going to take I, I would like to say we're going to take a dive i was about to say that i did say that
1: for a it's second like, it's not like you say now we're going to take another break like oh no <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: that was quick i hope y'all enjoyed that um bye um <laughs> bye so definitions i love definitions when i'm looking up stuff right now so i did go to the greek on this it didn't help much uh to be honest the verbiage for that is little or small mm-hmm. um for the word little and that's that's what this really is for me i was really focusing hard on the phrase you have little faith gotcha you have little faith what does that mean because you're talking to peter who he has to have enough faith to walk out on the water
1: right that does so, take faith
2: there's so much faith that i'm i'm i would not do it sorry yeah, and I know I wouldn't faced with that. So, how much more faith does Peter have than Brig? Right. I would say, you go get it, Peter. You are the man. <laughs> you know, I'd be the one coaxing him out there, like you got you go this, get it, you got it, you got it. And I'm going, I, I don't think he has it. I, I don't. I don't think I would have it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> talking to the rest of the disciples like is, is it, does anyone else think he has it yeah no it doesn't seem like he has it <laughs> um and so then i came across a little a little bit of a little, little, a, little bit. a little bit of uh and I, I i apologize because i actually don't know what verse this is uh-oh so i put it on here so we're just going to um um try to look it up Hold it's on. in the bible <laughs> <laughs> it's there somewhere you know um Okay, so it looks like it's fourteen thirty one. So fourteen thirty one. Okay, so that yeah, that 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 stands with what I was. Okay. Oh no, hold on. Back up, pause. Oh, do you know Alexa can whisper to you? Oh, that's creepy. No, so <laughs> I just realized voice? how bad that sounded. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I should back up and and start again. Um, so, <laughs> what, what, <laughs> what do you wonder to whisper to you? Oh, this was so bad. It did not. need to end this. Stop, everybody. So stop.
1: Strong. <laughs> I love your beard.
2: Stop. Stop. This is too much. Anyway, You're my kind of man.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so the baby You're was cook, asleep. So there's, there's this thing there's this thing that we figured out, and it's it, it has worked with. Uh, both of the hearing kids so far. So both Adeline and and boom, it works. And it works like just you turn on and I love the song, so it doesn't hurt me, but it is funny how uh-huh. it works. But Hotel California. Boom, oh, yeah. Boom, kids out. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and it happens within like minutes. We're talking three minutes. Boom. They're, they're, and even if they're awake and they're crying and you turn that on, they will stop crying and just look at you with smiles and then if it goes off <laughs> you turn it back on <laughs> and so the baby was asleep but she started like ruffling
0: uh-huh
2: and i was like alexa
0: lago california and she goes okay Ota, california 2013 mastered by eagles on spotify
2: and then played it but she played wow. it at a low tone Dude. i was like that was weird
1: that is weird i was
2: laying in bed Allie was right there and she was going whisper to you, she did actually. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> so anyway, um, that had literally nothing to do with um, with what we were talking about. I know,
1: Sorry. I know what Alexa whispers
2: to you. In the, the <laughs> the you smoke so, a mean brisket. So why do you doubt? <laughs> and it gives the Greek, and I don't speak Greek, so yeah. I I don't I don't know how to interpret that. But. Uh, it does tell us, which is literally why, so why do you doubt, in Greek, is literally why do you divide your mind in two?
0: I love that.
2: Why do you divide your mind in two? Huh? Actually, wow, I like that. So you take something, yeah, and, and yeah, think about the concept there, like, you're I mean, now it's... thinking about two totally different things, and so you can't allow your attention, like, I think about it like, what came to me immediately, was I hate dealing with, and not in i hate because i can't do it properly i hate dealing with more than one client at a time oh yeah that's because be i have to divide my attention and neither one of them are getting the proper experience mm-hmm. the proper treatment they're not getting the proper questions answered i'm having to back and forth and it's just not you're not focused anymore and so that's you know a good definition of what doubt does it allows you to separate your mind into two different thoughts, two different entire structures, and then you can't have your attention on one thing. Now it's on two things.
1: Well, one thing about doubt is like, um, it's like, what's the object of your doubt? So uh, Yeah,
2: what is it going to if achieve? If it's
1: with Jesus walking on... Uh, if, I'm,
2: if I but doubt that I can
1: walk on water, if I'm Peter and I'm trying to walk on water, and my first mind is... I can walk on water mm-hmm. because Jesus says I can. Now you divide that mind into I can walk on water and I can't walk on water.
2: Right. Now you're confused. Mm-hmm. You sink. That's exactly what it is. Why do you divide your mind? So, and, and what's funny is that's essentially what it says. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because two things were presented to Peter one, his strength, the strength of the wind making him afraid of being drowned, and two, the voice of Christ insisting confidence and security still the strength of the wind was more obvious yeah the effect causes peter to
0: fail yeah. his faith
2: now here's the interesting thing about the definition of little and i'm gonna have to go to the definition L- I, can't, little. I, I can't click on that that's so you you can't get to it easily so good um so the lit the word little They've added and, and, and defaulted definitions for little, which was not originally the way it was. There were originally really? three definitions for little. One was tiny. One was young. And the other one I really had to search for because it's not even a definition of little anymore. They have removed it. Now, who, who, who is
1: this they that we're speaking of?
2: Well, it's not in the Webster's Dictionary of any of relation, but the older Webster's dictionary that I was able to look up online, it's included.
1: Oh. So we're looking at the word little in the Webster's. Yes. Okay.
2: And so I was able to pull up all of the definitions that have ever been used for little by Webster. Now, I'm sure other definitions have or other other dictionaries have used them, but and I'm looking for it because there are so many definitions of little in just a second. And this is the one that like stuck out to me.
0: I can't actually find it because I didn't highlight it. I really should have highlighted this. We're getting there. Alexa, highlight that for me. Immediately I'm Jesus stretched forth
1: his and said to him, "O thou of little faith, wherefore didst
0: thou doubt?" There so it that's is. The KJV. So the third definition for "little" mm-hmm.
2: was brief. Brief. You have little time left. Huh. Now. Not lasting long. Now take that.
1: Oh, I see what you're saying. And
2: include it.
1: Is in Your faith, your faith, doesn't, faith, your faith doesn't, doesn't last, last long. long.
2: I see what you're saying there. Not that he had little faith, but that his faith did not last long. Right. His faith was brief. Huh. He had faith when he stepped out. But it only lasted seconds. Now take that and think about the concept of how long a mustard seed has to have faith by what you said earlier yeah how so long does a mustard seed have to have faith
1: at... yeah to be a tree As in, it how did... long
2: does uh, look it up i didn't how, long does, the how long does it take for a mustard seed to, or mustard tree to grow oh i don't know if you're using time. and I, I like that cuz it wasn't a thought i had how long does it take a mustard tree to mature to mature
0: Something tells me it's a long time. As if, if your faith lasted that long. How long does it take for mustard seed to become fully grown? Does mustard will sprout on a mild April day when it is sunny place
1: and soil is moist? Plant will grow very fast, several feet and branches out in an open setting and warm location. It might grow six to nine feet, resembling superficially one of these subtrees when confined in the Sonoran Desert. However, mustard is not a real tree. It does not grow a wooden trunk. It has no bark. It will produce beautiful yellow flowers and an abundance of seeds, like the birds. This takes all but a few weeks and months. Oh, it's not gonna let me see the full thing. <laughs> this is some dude, cac- a cactus collector since more than forty years. On.
0: <laughs> but, um, might need to find this. Oh, here, we'll just check this out eighty five to ninety days. To grow to a full tree, or for whatever to, it is, to begin uh, to begin fruiting, I guess. Huh. Okay. Cool. But that is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I'm looking up stuff about mustard. Okay, now I'm intrigued with mustard trees, which was how I was going with that.
2: But yeah, I I kind of feel like me personally, the definition of that is not that he had no faith or little faith, but that his faith was brief.
1: Uh huh. Yeah, and that sounds that sounds right. So I was looking in the um, the concordance, uh, the Greek word.
2: Oh, yeah, I had that pulled up. Oh, you have little
1: faith is oligopistos? Oligopistos?
2: And and so that that is... So that's interesting. I looked it up in the verse for Peter, Uh and then I also looked it up in the verse about the mustard seed. Uh Uh-huh. And it's the same base word, but it's different. Huh, interesting. So... Oligopst is the one that is used in 1431.
1: Yeah. And then it says, of little faith, trusting too little. In
2: the the mustard seed, it's oligopstium.
1: Yeah. That's interesting. It says, incredulous, lacking confidence in Christ, of little faith. Which is interesting because it said like oligoligopistus oligopistus is like you have, one word and that's the whole oh you of little faith
2: whereas we're just like calling him little faith. little faith
1: yeah that's interesting
0: but yeah I I was I was watching
2: tiktok and this one guy was asking that question like if he had enough faith to step out on the water why does jesus accuse him of having little faith Mm -hmm. and i was like well that's actually a really i i must know more about this right because i don't have an answer for that question and i feel like it should be answerable and i i feel like that's it it's not so much that there is no faith or a small amount of but it's that the faith was brief mhm and i can say we all
0: have brief
2: faith yeah it doesn't last long you have it you can be invigorated by something and you have all the faith in the world and right. then something can happen 20 minutes later that just strips it dry
1: yeah and it's interesting the way it starts because it says it says um so let's look at the first verse. It says, Immediately he made the disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side, and after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up the mountains to pray by himself, and when Eden came, they were alone. But by this time the boat was a long way from the land, beaten by the waves. The wind was against him, and in the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, It is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, "Take heart, it is I, do not be afraid." Now, that is a natural reaction because when Jesus comes walking on the water, they don't know what it is. They don't know if it's right. Jesus or not, you know. Obviously, they just see something that's kind of, kind of scary,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? I mean, it makes sense to on me. the water. <laughs> yeah, on the water, like, you know, things don't walk on the water, and so Jesus realized Like, what I am doing is abnormal to them, you know. Right. And so they're like, it's a ghost, what is it, you know? And he says, take heart, you know. It's okay. Don't be afraid. It's just me, Jesus, (laughs) you know. And then Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. Now, that I find is interesting because he's questioning who that is. Like he's not saying, but he also knows that if he says yeah. that,
2: he can now walk on water,
1: right? And so it makes me really wonder what Pete, what Peter's getting at here, because it sounds like initially it's like, is he questioning whether that's Jesus or not? Because it's not something that you hear often until the end, like after Christ has died and resurrected, mm-hmm. that's when people start questioning, is that Christ? Is that
2: Christ? Is that Christ? Yeah, like you know. Thomas.
1: Yeah. Um but here they just see something scary on the water and he's like, you know, and Jesus says, It's okay, it's just me.
0: Mm-hmm. You know.
1: I'm not sure if he says, It is I, Jesus. It just says, Take heart, it is I do not be afraid. Um and so Peter's questioning whether it's Jesus or not. I guess he could be thinking, Well, maybe it's a demon.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, maybe it's somebody's gonna come do me harm. I don't know. And he says, Lord, if it is you, like, might not be, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. And so, to me, that's, I mean, I guess he's kind of saying, obviously, if you're Jesus, I you can walk- make me walk on water like you are. Right. You know. That's
2: the way I've always thought about
1: it. Right, that. right. And so Jesus says,
2: ah. come on out.
1: He got power. out, got out of the boat, and walked on the water and came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid. So at this point, Peter must be thinking, "Okay, well, this is obviously Jesus, because otherwise, why would I be walking on water?" You know? <laughs> so he got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. So here's another thing that I'm wondering: How far did he get?
0: That's a good question. <laughs> we don't know, <laughs> but I mean,
1: I, I kind of like the question. I just thought of it offhand, but like, that have
2: been close enough for them to him to be in right. His eyes did he? Eye
1: did eye. he make it all the way to Jesus? And he's standing there on the water, right? No, it does in front make of it
2: Jesus? sound that way. Cause he said, "It says Jesus reached out his hand." Right. So you would think he. Would it also says he got changed. out of the boat
1: and walked on the water and came to Jesus. Right. So he might have been walking around for five, ten minutes. I don't know. He's like. Jesus, Jesus is amazing. So he walks over to Jesus and he's like, Look at me. I, I'm walking on water. You know, who knows what he said? I don't know. Oh, no, the wind. <laughs> and then it says, uh, Which, mind you, they were in a storm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Because uh, earlier it says, um, The ship was beaten by the waves for the wind was against them. Mm-hmm. Right?
2: And it had gone a long way. So
1: the waves are not. Amazing, especially not for walking on any way.
2: <laughs> um, of course, miracles, God and water right. seem to be a, there's a, there's a, a pattern right. here. Jesus has a way with water, whether <laughs> he's walking on it, flooding the world, yeah, turning the it seas. into wine. You know? God and water
1: have this weird like, right. pattern
2: going on here. <laughs> and so,
1: anyway, it says he came to Jesus, but when he saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink out he uh, beginning to sink he cried out lord save me
2: so i wonder if it's one of those instances where you get all the way uh, you might have done this when you were learning to swim uh-huh. you know you swim out to the deep end and then realize you can't touch and you go oh no you forgot the fact that you swam out there it's now oh no how do i get back
1: you know what it's like you know what it is like <laughs> Let me give you a good analogy. Have you ever watched Wiley e. Coyote and Roadrunner? Runner? <laughs> you ever seen that Wiley e. Coyote run off <laughs> the edge of a mountain and he's standing on thin air and then he looks down and then he sees that he's not he standing on thin
2: He looks back up and then, then he, he looks falls. down and falls.
1: <laughs> and every once in a while he runs back onto on the to- land. Before he falls, and I'm just like, okay, wow. So that's kind of what it was like. It was Peter out there running around on the so water. He comes to
2: Jesus, puts down, back? looks up. Ah, what me, You know, what's that? I said because now it makes me wonder. Was it more of the fear of the wind, and then oh, how do I get back to the boat now? Mm-hmm. And then all of that dividing his mind because he's already taking his right. focus off of Jesus. So that's not any more focus. Yeah. But now is he thinking, oh, how do I get back? Oh no, the wind is here. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> You have and, to wonder what was going through his mind because right. it does seem like he made it all the way
0: out there.
1: Yeah. And so it says here, Jesus, uh, he says, Lord, save me. And Jesus says, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got in the boat, the wind ceased. And those on the boat worshiped and said, You are the Son of God. Now, see, that's another
2: thing. He did say, Why did you doubt? Right. And that leads back to, You had it. You had the faith. That's and right. You lost it why did you do that? He's not that? saying you
1: have no faith right he just says you have little faith it don't last long
2: yeah exactly it runs so out it, quick. it kind of goes back to that like you had faith and then you doubted now this why is actually a
1: fantastic story because this mirrors not exactly because <laughs> i've never walked on water i've never been that scared
2: but it's faced with any diverse tri- exactly. You know, trial. Exactly. It's any
1: trial in life that we ever encounter because, you know, God is we see saying, who God is.
2: It's right. get He says,
1: come out onto the water. Peter goes out of the boat and he's walking on the water. We don't know how long he is, but it, according to this, it sounds like he got all the way to Jesus wherever he was.
2: Well, a good example is like me on a monthly basis. Mm-hmm. I worry and then i'm like "Nope, i'm not gonna worry i've got this you know i pray a little bit i'm good and i start selling a little bit of cars and then when i stop selling cars well. and then it's going i'm going oh no oh no
1: yeah what it's do that i do wind, you know, exactly now
2: everything is stalled the rest
1: of the world comes in and interacts with you and that's when you take your mind off of jesus
2: and it's the thing like i and then i start watching everyone else sell cars and i'm going
1: Oh no! I'm oh, actually no, really oh, good no. at this.
2: Why is this happening? What's going on? Yeah. Oh no! I need to, s- and I, I focus so much on why I'm not selling cars that I can't sell cars. <laughs> and then when I release it again, everything starts. I, I and trust me, I, I've I've done this for years, and you know what? I still do the same thing every month. And as my mom says, "Ain't learned the lesson yet." You ain't learned the lesson yet. Yeah, you know uh, he's gonna keep doing it until you've learned the that's lesson.
1: That's us with Jesus. But like, it's such a perfect picture because. We're just walking in life as normal Christians do, and we're following Jesus. We come up to Jesus, but then the world interacts with us. Something happens. You run into a tree. You break your toe. You lose your job. You have a bad day at work. You know, just life happens. Your baby starts crying for whatever reason, and that's when you take your mind and your focus off of Jesus, and then... You start to sink.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's when we all, Christians, we've all done this, cry out, Lord, save me.
2: We've all done it.
1: We've all done it. There's not, and there's then not one of us Jesus things. immediately reaches out his hand, takes hold of us, and that's when he says, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And he knows why we doubted,
0: because
1: mm-hmm. we're imperfect, we're broken. We're, we're children comparatively, you know. It's kind of like, um,
0: and so, yeah, it's, I, like, I it's thought... like if you
1: have a, I think I made this analogy before, if you have this birthday party, right, it's a month out. But right. a, a five-year-old loves his birthday so much. He knows he's going to get to see friends. He's going to get cake. It's all going to be about him. He gets presents. Whoa, boy, that RC car he's been looking for for years is coming his way, you know. But the thing is, is that the kid doesn't just sit there happy that his birthday is coming and it'll be here in a month. He doesn't trust that it'll be there. He's constantly tugging at his mom's pants, you know, poking his dad in the back and saying, hey, hey, my birthday's still coming, right? We're still doing this, right? And they're like, yeah, of course it is, you know. And then dad comes home from work and he's a little bit upset about something. And the kid's like, you know, oh, gosh, dad's upset. My birthday party must be falling through. Dad, I'm still having my birthday party, right? It's like, <laughs> of course. Why would you doubt that? You know, and we, we have all of these silly little doubts. And so, you know, the parents, just like us and Jesus, yep. they say, oh, oh you of little faith, why did you doubt? Why why would you even begin to doubt? Why do you have reason to, you know? And then they got in the boat, the wind ceased. And so it's, it's just the everyday life of a Christian that we see here. And I remember thinking for so long, like, yeah, Peter, what the freak, man? Why did you doubt? You were walking on the water and you screwed it up, bro. I mean, like, You 100% just did that.
2: Yeah, I did. You screwed it up, dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry, bro. I was not
2: about to let that one No, nah, right. you were. That's fine. <laughs> So we had somebody. So we're we're doing a, we're doing a podcast over at Stu's place tonight.
1: That's right. A little bit different. It's
2: uh, we're we're in the process of moving, so nothing is where it should be. In fact, it's the opposite of where it should be. And so we're doing
1: it. He's saying everything is where it should not be, <laughs> right? <laughs>
2: uh, but everything's getting boxed up, so good things are happening. But. Uh, so we'll have, a new, we'll have a new studio, we'll have a new, it'll be awesome, and we'll release some lives, we'll be able to do more lives, which will be amazing. But, all that to say, we just got a call because I'm using a mobile device to do this, and uh, apparently we just found out when somebody calls you, it, shuts it stops up the, recording. the recording. So, um, that being the case, we're back! We're back! <laughs> so. so Anyway, back to what you were saying no i was finished with
1: that, what i was saying i think i think we're good I, I had ended at the she called at the moment my analogy ended and you
2: laughed at it so it was great <laughs> you know? um, well no more words needed to be said as far as that goes i only had a couple points left um that's that's all i had and it was you know what we can take from this yeah so one, we're called to fo- we're called to follow Jesus. Yep. That's you know it is our calling, uh, regardless of the circumstance that presents itself. And mind you, there are so many. There's so many, and we we have that brief faith. Uh, we're no different than Peter. Yep. We struggle, literally daily. We so, don't last long.
0: Yeah. So
2: I don't have a whole lot that I can say. I'm I'm not the person that you put on the pedestal to say, oh, I've never done that. No, I hundred percent have done that, and maybe I do it more often than Peter did. Just yeah. saying, like I might be a touch worse.
1: And speaking about faith, faith is a it's a large topic. I might like you could do several podcasts. Yeah, we could run a series,
2: faith. and that's kind of what I wanted to do. Is yeah, I've, I've got some, more. I've got
1: some things to say about faith.
2: But number two would be, there is no doubt. Yeah. I didn't put this on number two, but there is no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> our faith will be tested. That's, that's, not, that's not even a question of, well, will I be tested? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Son, you just You're you going to be know. tested. Uh, but I think the question out of this, after learning a little bit more, is how long will we last in that test before we divide our minds? and fail one can only hope that it's longer than we would expect <laughs> <laughs> but i mean really that is the question like yeah. how long is your faith gonna are, are, and and is it one of those things that like when you run you know yeah. when you run and you get more stamina and you're able to run further you ran a mile yesterday in two weeks you can run three miles yeah six miles Eight miles.
1: I ain't running eight miles in three But you
2: know years. what I'm talking like. about. Once you get a stamina built up, you can do more. Sure, that's pushing. true. That's true, yeah. So is our faith the same way? Can we push faith again and try harder the next time and be able to accomplish a greater faith or a longer period?
1: I think we can. During that. It is possible. But I will say that it takes a change of yourself. Not. 100%. I mean, it takes a building. It's a discipline for sure. But it also, you can't just have, because, all right, so it begs the question, what What does it mean to have faith? And I've got an answer for that, too, that I think, I think I'll do that next week, um, since that next week is going to be my topic. I, I will hold that off, so you uh, sit there and think about what faith is, and I'll tell you my thoughts on it next week. But ultimately, what I'm looking at is, it's not... The fact of having faith is what—it's not just what; it's who you have faith in. Right? You know, because having faith alone doesn't really make sense. You know, because I can have—I can have faith that this soda is going to taste good, but there's no—I have no proof of that other than opening the can. I have no—you know—a sure—a surety that it's going to be good. You know, I don't know. Let's say it's some soda that I've never had before. I don't know if it's going to be good. You know, I don't know if they're going to be give a, a, a faithful rendering of the flavors that I'm anticipating, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, it's who we have faith in. And if you think about who Peter here had faith in and lost it very quickly, it's in <laughs> Jesus. And Jesus is the only one who deserves our faith to begin with, you know. Um, he's the only one that we can be certain will come through as far as having faith in goes, you know? Um, And so it's not that we shouldn't doubt friends and family and stuff like that, but the only one that we can put 100 and like 100.000 audience of faith in and not have reason to doubt is Jesus, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know? And that's one of the reasons why he says here, oh, you have little faith. Why did you doubt? Because he's right. It's like, hey, I'm the best there is, the greatest there is. The reason you were walking on
0: water
2: to begin with,
1: why, do you, why did you doubt? Why do you think that
2: 100 percent?
1: You know, why do you think that this storm is going to stop you from my purposes? You know? Um, and uh, yet, yet, when we sink, when we lose our faith and we sink, and we cry out, "Lord, save me, which, that is an appropriate response to sinking it is an appropriate response to sinking is lord save me
2: right.
0: and
1: that is the way we should be we should be just like peter peter here we should be saying you know when we're sinking lord save me you know um and jesus immediately reached out his hand and took hold of him you know and that doesn't mean that jesus isn't going to say to us you know hey dude like why didn't you have faith
2: yeah you prepare know, for that why did you die it, it will happen
1: you know because it's, it's an, that, too, is an appropriate response to not trusting in the right. creator of the universe. Um, but uh, we don't have capacity for that. No, we do have capacity for it, but only so much as it's given to us. Right. More on that next week.
2: So my point number three is God never ceases to teach us. Yes. Even when we split our mind and doubt what God has said, he never ceases to teach us, out of that little faith, yep. what lessons can be learned. And I can't tell you how many times I've gone, well, that was a good lesson to learn. Um, <laughs> because, I mean, it could have gone a lot worse, but I learned it now and I won't do it again, you know, or you hope you won't. You know,
1: I hate learning the hard way.
2: I'm a glutton. I, it I, really I, I is I the really, best way to learn, though. It, it really is, because you will, you will likely not do it again.
1: <laughs> you will likely not do it again, which is true. You're very right. But it is so painful in the moment. It,
2: it really is. And
1: oftentimes learning the hard way makes you feel about as tall as, you know.
2: A mustard oh, seed?
1: No, I was going to say the ankles of an ant, you know.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, Lower. not very
1: tall at all, you know. Because, <laughs> like, man, some of the things that I've done. Do, do ants have ankles? I don't know. And then afterwards, <laughs> I'm like, wow, I learned such a good lesson from that. It cost so much. Yeah. I won't do that again. Why did I have to learn that way? <laughs> you know?
2: It's funny as you say that it like, costs so much. I always kind of, since the movie came out, I've, I've used that as a, a, a joke, but it's, there's some seriousness to that. Which movie? The, the, the Avengers movie. Oh. The, the last, oh, was it uh, Endgame? Uh huh. Ender's Game. Well, no, no. It was uh, what was the the last Avengers movie that they did, which was Total
1: War, something like that. Enders game or
2: something. Enders. There is an Enders game. That's a different movie. Um, Oops. But it's it's where uh, you know the Titan sits down after destroying the world and doing what he accomplished, and you know he's seeing a vision of his daughter coming up to him. It's like, did you finish it? Yes what did it cost everything
0: yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. and you just kind of think about that did you learn it Yes. what did it take everything yeah (laughs) but some lessons are learned that way and my last and final point which i think is a beautiful point is god is always willing to embrace his children in the hour their faith is at its limit at least.
1: At least. That's right.
2: As you know, Peter did, when he lost it all, God grabbed him and said, okay, I got you.
0: you that's know? right. That's right. And there's,
2: there's a lot to that. I mean, he does that daily. You know, when our faith is at its minimum. Yeah. You know, um,
1: you know um, my wife and I were talking the other day, and um, she had done something. And I said, You know, honey, sometimes you just need to embrace your mistakes. And so she gave me a hug.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist, boy. Uh, twist. <laughs> sorry. Well, would you like to go ahead and pray us out? That's sure. all I had. That was. That yeah,
1: was... that's great. Let's, uh, let's, let's pray. Great Father in heaven, we thank you and praise you for this wonderful day that you've given us to reflect on your word expound on it, to read it in detail, and to really dwell on your word. Uh, Lord, I pray that you would give us faith, at least, at least that of Peter, but we pray for so much more. Lord, we, na- we know that you give us the faith that we have, and we pray that you would give us an extra ration of it, mm-hmm. uh, an extra portion, in abundance. Lord, give us faith in you, And uh, sharpen us as your tools, Lord. Use us to spread your kingdom, to share your love, and uh, to spread your faith. And uh, and we pray, Lord, that you would be with us. Bless us and keep us. Bless our listeners. And uh, I pray that you would give us at least the faith of a mustard seed. And it is in Christ's holy and precious name that we come before you and pray. Amen. Amen. And with that, say adios.